From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is my partner here at Cheesehead TV, Mr. Corey Banky. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio. Corey joins us live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we try to help the Packers pull out of a five-game tailspin and get ready for Mike McCarthy, the enemy, and the Dallas Cowboys to invade Lambeau Field. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good. We got Ja Money Jair Alexander. We got the bad. We got Aaron Rodgers. We got the ugly. We got these Packers injuries. Get rid of that turf at Ford Field. Oh, my gosh. I can't take it. How you doing, Banky? Happy Wednesday. Uh, happy Wednesday, Carry the G. <laughs> carry the G, baby. Salud, my brother. Always ready to carry the G with you. Uh-huh. I got uh I got two pages of notes, Nagler. I got one page from page two Patreon Happy Hour. Pages of notes. Holy and I got one page from Pat McAfee's show. So there you go. And I'm not going to talk wow, about any they, of it. So I just wrote it. You've down written down some me. stuff. I mean, you never know where this giggles. could go. I mean, you could never ever reference it the entirety of the show, or this show could go off the rail multiple times. So I I look moment. forward to our journey here in the next hour or so. Uh. You know how we like to do. I mean, yes, the Packers, five-game losing streak. I don't need to belabor it with you fine folks, Packers fans worldwide. You're well aware. So let's jump right in to the hotness. Every week we like to get one play, feature one moment in the game that was hot. That was great. That was fun. There was certainly – there were a few moments like that. But the one, for me, stuck out above all the others. Let, let's go. Let's run the hotness. That's right, baby. Well, let me tell you, there there were a lot of things that, you know, probably got people upset. But this did not. This was pretty awesome. Now, before we roll it, look, we're going to ignore the part at the end that I don't show. And we all know what happened. He's a rookie. He's going to make mistakes. Hopefully he learns from it. Just put that out of your mind and just concentrate on how hot this play is. Let's Let's roll this here, Jeremy, because this is fourth down, end of the game. Got to have it. Rodgers off his back foot. Look at that adjustment. Now, look at this route. He's running across the field. He's running horizontally. All of a sudden, he's got to convert vertically, and he makes the catch. Ladies and gentlemen, that's hotness. That's fourth down. That's an awesome play from a rookie continuing to shine, continuing to develop. Like I said, I know he gets up, and then he gets stripped, and it almost ends up in the Lions' hands. But that play, that catch, that was hot. That is hot, Banky. That's some hotness right there. Word uh-huh. up. I know. I know you're a big Samari Torre fan. I am. I mean, I'm. I'm a fan of any active starting wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. To be honest with you, that's a, that's that's a good characterization because there are, there are so few of them at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a rarity. It's a rare breed around here. Rare breed these, these days. 
All right, let's get to some Packers news. We've had our fun. We've talked about the hotness. We gotta gotta have our vegetables. We gotta talk Packers news. Um, no, a little bit of news, actual actual news. Some weeks I have to kind of scrape the bottom of the barrel for this stuff, but actual news today. This afternoon, the Packers claimed Raiders Jonathan Abram, a safety on waivers, a former first round pick who also can't cover. So he should fit right in in Green Bay. I oh, kid. Yeah. I kid. I kid. I mean, kind of. But he's a big so disappointment. Put Dar- former does this first put Darnell pick. Savage in the slot or what? Finally. We'll talk about that when we get to the defense, which you would know oh. if you read the script. But I know you don't. I do didn't that. look so, ahead. I only I went to the I news know. and then I was I got bored. I know. Well, that's kind of like how everybody watches this show. So that's at least you're experiencing what our viewers and listeners experience. That's good. Everybody's uh, here to tell me how wrong Uh-oh. I am. So let's just get to that part, okay, Nagler? No, that Everyone's part's that's in blogosphere. Oh, that's during blog. We're not talking about Mike McCarthy returning until blogosphere. So you all just sit okay. still. Yeah, I saw that. Listen and, and watch the show. And when we get there, we get there. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. And yes, I'm a father. So, all right. Next up, Sean Gary is out for the season with an ACL injury. Ugh. This shit sucks. I hate this so much. Your best player on defense heading into a contract offseason. Now this happens. I uh, Worst in luck. And I, I just feel so bad for Sean. And that note from Wes Hodkowitz that anybody talking in the locker room today about how after the game, Rashawn Gary went up to the outside linebacker group and was like, I'm going to be here for you. Anything you need, you let me know. That's what they're supposed to be saying to him. I mean, Rashawn Gary is the man. I love this kid so much, and I hate this injury for him. Uh, obviously, the Packers are going to have to uh, make some adjustments there on the defensive side of the ball. Um, more, of course, coming off that game, continuing injury news. Romeo Did Dobbs. Did you just say that miss. Joe Barry has to make adjustments? Wait, wait. I missed that right, part. Hey, okay. Relax. Relax. Wow. Relax. Wow. Hey, sorry. Sorry. Hey, I didn't mean to on the two you, sides you, of the ball. I heard you on say the two something sides crazy. Ball, so far this year, he's the one guy who's actually done so. So, I mean, maybe not to everyone's liking, but he's yeah, adjusted. Yeah, after the cornerbacks were like, hey, you think we can play a little bit more press coverage, Joe? Can we, can we, can we play some man? Sir, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, other injury Thanks. news, Romeo Dobbs will be missing time with a high ankle sprain. Those are always <sighs> really tricky injuries. Um, I know the initial reporting was four to six weeks. Who knows how real that is? Uh, interestingly enough, though, they put Rashawn Gary on injury reserve this afternoon. They have not done so yet with Dobbs. So maybe they're hoping against hope that he's back sooner than that four-week window because if he's going to be out four to six weeks, you think, yeah, he should be on IR and serve that four weeks and then come back. But hopefully, hopefully get a little better news on on Dobbs down the line here. Um, of course, other injury news. Eric Stokes is dealing with ankle and knee injuries. And Matt LaFleur said they would have more by the end of the week on Stokes. What are they? they are they getting like second opinions from like, Indonesia, like what? Why does it take? Why is it taking to the end of the week to know what's going on with Eric Stokes? I don't know, man. But Stokes is dealing with injuries off of that game. Two guys who missed the end of the game, though, in Detroit, who should—I emphasize should—we you know, not for sure—but should see the field on Sunday for the Packers are Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. They should play on Sunday, and that's a positive coming off a game where you saw so many guys going down with injuries. 
two guys who did miss the final final part of that game should be playing on Sunday, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. So that's good. And uh, finally, Corey, Packers news wouldn't be complete without some words from the president and CEO. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Corey, but um, your favorite Packers executive said it's too early. It's too soon to write off the season, despite the bleak start. I was wondering how you feel about that. What did he say that on? Mark that Murphy's call. five takeaways? No, no, no. The call. Oh, the, that call. The, the quick how bad were the trolls call on that call? Fans. How bad were the co- not, trolls not, on that not call? Not as bad. They did, I mean, I think our good friend Joan did a good job moderating. So I don't think, uh, I don't think they were too bad. Joan is the best. Uh, but yes, um, Mark Murphy. Too I, soon to write off the season. You know what? You know what's funny living here in Green Bay is I get to talk to a lot of people that work in that building now, and it's really fun. It's really fun Mm -hmm. to, like, I love talking shit about Mark Murphy. It's, like, one of my favorite things to do in this town. Um, And especially with people that work at 1265, because they literally, the first time you do that, the first time you just talk a little bit of shit about him, right? And I'm talking about funny things, like, you know, can somebody, like, turn his mic off at Packers Everywhere? You know what I mean? Like, funny stuff. Like, not like I'm talking shit, you know, just like, hey, Grandpa, quit fucking talking. We're not here to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, funny stuff. Uh, And it's the first thing they do is they look around to make sure that there's no video cameras or, like, microphones. No, no, they're worried about the recording, you know? They don't trust me. That's amazing. So, um, which I get, you know, but uh, it's a lot of fun. I wouldn't trust you either. It's a lot of fun. I don't trust me sometimes, Nagler. See, but here's the thing. I, to that point of the Packers Everywhere stuff, like, I don't mind Mark going up there like a bit of a mascot, right? He's the president and CEO. Fine. Say your word. Say a few words. Yeah. But a man, few that words, London gig. Holy Bro. cow. He was like, Bro, he was like, on and on. in January, we decided to do then. In February, we decided, <laughs> and then in March, and then it was April, and I was, and you're just like, bro, we're in London <laughs> at a bar. Soil. Read <laughs> right. the fucking room, bro. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was a good time. I could have an entire uh, yeah, show just, I don't just ranting about Mike, Mur- Mark, Mur- Mike Murphy. Yeah. I should start Mike calling Murphy. Him Mike Murphy that. Hey, Mike. Please, What's up, please Mike? Don't. I mean, he please thinks don't. I'm Tom Grassi, so why not? <laughs> uh, he'll, he That's can call me truth. Tom. He can call me right? Tom. You'll call, him, I'll call Mike. him Mike. Makes sense. You can call me Mom. Um, <sighs> let's talk about this offense, shall we? I mean, since yeah. we have to. Why do you got to trigger let's me with Mark the... Murphy? Just stop stop with that in the start... script, by the way. You're just doing that on purpose. That was, like that that was part of the news. He said that's the president and CEO talking about the season. You got to mention The it. words Mark Murphy are triggering to me. I'm just going to let you know that right yeah. now. The phrase. So I, think I, we need to to, I think we need to ban that phrase from our YouTube channel. Seriously. So that phrase, is that, does that go in addition? Does, does that replace Brandon Bostic or does that in addition to? Addition. In addition. In okay. addition, for sure. Again, I'll, I'll make a note in the bylaws. Um, let's talk about this offense. And I'm going to start with a positive aspect of the offense. You know what's really frustrating? When you're dealing with all these injuries and guys are in and out, and you see Dave Bakhtiari riding on a bike for a half until he comes in for the last drive. It's a miracle. I'll tell you what's amazing is Zach Tom keeps answering the bell. It doesn't matter where they put him. doesn't matter where they play him. Yes, does he make mistakes? Yes, does he get beat from time to time? Yes. He's a rookie playing a different position every week. 
and he's still rising to the occasion. They found a player here, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a chance. But you know what's interesting? You know, circumstances to show off. You know what's interesting about Zach Tom? If you look at the depth chart, Nagler, I don't know the last time you checked out the depth chart on Packers.com. I don't. But uh, Zach Tom is slated as Mm -hmm. the backup left tackle and the backup center, which I thought was very interesting. The man can play all over. But but he's not slated anywhere else as a backup. So the other thing is, is that, you know, people keep talking about this line, but I do think we might have found something with D-back, Elton, Myers, Runyon, and Nyman. I, I agree. I, I think there's something I just, there. If they could all stay on the field for yep. any stretch of time, it'd be amazing. But they have. I mean, they've had That'd two games now, right? They've had two games almost together. One and a half, really. Because Dave missed the whole second okay. half. Except for That's that final true. drive. I don't, I don't know. I, you know what I do know? Sammy Watkins ain't it. Look, oh, I was all God. for the signing. I was told, I totally understood it. You know, this really cheap contract. Get a vet who's played a lot of ball. Yes, he's had problems staying on the field, but I thought, hence my shirt tonight, Nagler's never right. I thought, yeah, you, you can utilize him on the perimeter. You can be able to kind of mix him in in certain aspects of this offense. But he has brought absolutely nothing to the table. And you've seen multiple times now where he and Rodgers are just not on the same page. I mean, ever. And I understand he hasn't been in this offense very long. He's missed about a month on IR. But even before that, you know, this summer, I remember Andy Herman and I talking about it both on the sideline and then talking about it on Twitter with people. Like, you just never saw anything. And they keep trotting him out there, especially in big spots like, say, the end of a game when you desperately need a score. And it's just, there's absolutely, and even if he's I mean, running the right route. for him. <laughs> he's the hot yeah, right on a route. He doesn't two, even know what way to run. Of them. I mean, I mean, here's and, the crazy thing. Even, how how do you put him as the, a, right the route. starter? He looks like he's in quick swing. Back yeah, to back no to uh, back to the depth chart. He's on. He's a starter on the depth chart. By the way, I, I literally put is... Sammy Watkins starter question mark. What the hell? <laughs> See, there's a there's a relevant note. That was pretty good. I also had the, the I will listing say, of the of the offensive line here because you know I can't remember it, so I had to I had to put that's, like that's what well it was. done. See, and you just rattled it, rattled it off like you knew it. That was good. That's, that's all right. Bless you. Oh, pardon me. Thank you. Pardon me. Um, so, yeah, Sammy Watkins, he ain't it. He ain't it. Uh, can we just get Torre to take all his snaps from now on, please? Uh, or literally anyone else, because even when he's running the right route, he looks like he's running insane. It's just bad. Uh, finally, on the offensive tip, I'm not ever, 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 ever going to say, oh, they they should stop running RPOs because that's ridiculous. It's football in the year 2022. I understand. Exactly. And they're never going to do it. I understand the RPO is here to stay, and I understand it's part of their offense. And it's not just this year. They've run RPOs the entire time Matt's been in town. They've run RPOs under McCarthy. Like, that's modern offense. I understand. But there is too much RPO in this offense. Way too much RPO. Wait, you know what there's not enough of? You know what there's not enough of? What's that? Goal line. Like, no, what Lord. happened to the goal line offense? Lord. What happened to it? They're running Did RPOs. They <laughs> They're running RPOs. <sighs> oh, to that point. To that point. Um, you know, when I always talk about, like, how I'm always begging Matt and Aaron to run the ball, right? And everyone gets on me and is like, oh, it's, you know, it's modern offense. You got to throw it down the field and all that stuff. And I understand all that. 
But you know who loves to run the football? The Ravens. Offensive linemen. Offensive linemen love yeah, to run do. the football. Yeah. And so when you continuously run RPOs and your quarterback throws it instead of hands it off again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And I'm not saying it happens every time, but it happens a lot where mm, it's it blocked up real well. It's blocked up real well. And the back could probably get a pretty decent gain. If not, if you're on the goal line, walk into the end zone. Or at least have a chance to get in the end zone. And you continuously throw it. Guess who kind of gets sick of it after a while? That's right. Offensive linemen. Speaking of offensive linemen, look at this video that TJ Lang ripped off of the uh, coach's tape. Look at Elton Jenkins here. As, as TJ pointed out, Elton Jenkins, not a fan of that throw. Look at this. This is an RPO. That You know, you could hand that to Dylan, but no, you throw it into the corner, into Nowheresville. Sammy, not even on the same page. And Elton, not a fan. And what I found funny is that I instantly recalled back in, I think it was 2015. Join me now, Corey, as we go back to Arizona and oh, Devontae no. Adams' second year. And Devontae targeted in the end zone. Uh-oh, looks like we're having a problem with the video. Uh, Devontae in the end zone. Oh, there it is. Uh, Devontae. Oh, oh, remember that year he was dropping wait. everything? Oh, gosh. Now watch a young TJ yeah. Lang. Can, can we run the fucking ball? Look, let's look at it again. Okay, here we go. We got we got Devontae missing it in the end zone. And TJ's yelling at the quarterback. I like see, I think we need a little bit more of that. We Is need that a little bit more of game? offensive line. Was I at that game? No, 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 no. That's not it's not the playoffs. Oh. This was the regular season game. They were back later for the playoff game. But so yeah, we need a little bit okay. more of that. We need a little bit more of the offensive okay. line going, can we run the fucking ball, please? Can we okay, there's three things I want to talk about the offense, okay? One yes, sir. Do we really have a quarterback that doesn't understand the concept of a trade deadline? Oh, my God. Oh What my the God. fuck what is going that? on? This guy wants to, like, what have an input, that? and he doesn't even – like, even I know. It's called a trade deadline, bro. A deadline. You know what a deadline means? It's grammar. It's the dead fucking line. Wow. Also, can we talk about one thing? The little things on this offense are broken. It's the little things that are broken. It's not big things. It's little things. Every little fucking thing is broken on this offense. This offense is completely broken. And I just want to ask QB1. QB1, I know you don't watch this show, and I know, you know, you hate me. But do you even realize <laughs> the team that you have? Do you even realize the team that you have? Do you even realize the team that you have. <sighs> I can't believe That's Nicholas didn't push in on you. I, that would have been the perfect point. I know like, he didn't do he like didn't the, the one where it's like all fast. Oh, I think because it's Jeremy's. I, for, I keep forgetting Jeremy's. Tonight. No, no, it's Jeremy's nice running so. playback. Nicholas is running, but Nicholas is in positive producer mode, so he probably doesn't have that like yeah, killer instinct he, right now. Exactly. So, yeah. Fair point. That is a very good point. I don't know why I didn't think of that. He's all That's like, really good. yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about the defense, shall we? Um, as we talked about, Eric Stokes out, probably won't be playing this week or probably for a few weeks, if not the rest of the year. Um, what do you do without Stokes? How does this secondary shake out? And I know <coughs> I've already had 
people talk about Abram possibly replacing Savage. Let's slow down. There's a reason Abram got cut by the Raiders. It's because he's bad. Uh, I, I Look, I love what they ended with as far as having Douglas and Jair on the perimeter and Nixon on the, in the slot. I keep people seeing people talk about moving Savage down to the line of scrimmage. Why? So he can mix tackles sooner? No, I, 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 Nixon should be running in the slot. Well, and they had understand. Ford mixed in there. They had Fo- you were talking about Ford yeah, last week, and no. they had Ford mixed I like in the mix. Ford a lot. He's in the mix. Yeah. I, at least Ford is like a willing tackler and goes a yeah. million miles an hour. You know, I'm for, like, play with your hair on fire. If you make mistakes, okay, but at least the guy's willing to hit and wrap up. I really want to do a skit. Know? I really think if we were like really good content creators like Tom Grossi, we would do a skit right. about the coach's room talking to Darnell Savage about looking at his plays and getting him to want to tackle. Like, there's an entire comedy skit just in that, right? Like, Darnell, the guy's right here, and, like, just coming up with all the, like, different, like, motivational tools to, like, get Darnell to tackle the guy instead (laughs) of, like, use his elbow or, like, you know, just, like, Oh, the chicken Fake wing tackle shoulder or, thing. Yeah, chicken yeah. wing shoulder or whatever. Yeah, all the different different not, non-tackling not um, things he does. Like, it's, your name's uh, Savage, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, your name is Savage. Like, no, seriously, seriously, seriously. Like, thought, like you're just not living up to your name. Like, just come on, man. Just try. You were, you were so ready to go somewhere with that, and then you got all nervous, <laughs> and you pulled back. No, I didn't get nervous. The bit, I had Banky. nowhere to go. I had nowhere to I go know. with it. That's the problem. No. I sometimes sometimes um, the writing is terrible, and I can attest to it on this on this piece of paper. That's That makes sense. Um, so another way they have to deal with injuries is dealing with Rashawn Gary's absence, right? Getting after the quarterback, paramount in this league, especially a league that is tilted towards passing the football. Um and look, I mean, Dak looked mighty good against the Bears two weeks ago prior to the uh, Cowboys bye week. Got to get this guy off the spot. I would not be surprised if we see Quay Walker utilized to help rush the passer a little bit this week. And I know he's not going to play edge. You know, They're not going to move his position or anything like that. But I would love to see a little bit more of what we saw in Washington a few weeks ago where they, they had some stunts and they had some calls to get him around the edge and around the corner where they use the basically the outside linebacker to basically crash down on the tackle and Quay comes screaming around that edge. And look, whatever needs to happen, use that speed, use use that athleticism. Because I think, you know, the, the more you can do that with Quay, the better. That's uh, not, not something they're going to do every time. And they got to probably mix it up a little bit more now. Trying to get, I mean, Enigbari is going to give you something. I know, I do not doubt that. The kid looks good, but I would not be surprised if we see more. You know, cap blitzes, a few more free safety blitzes, you know, things coming from all over because you got to get to the QB. And without Rashawn Gary, it becomes a hell of a lot tougher. Uh, and then finally, we need more from the entire defensive line. And yes, I include Kenny Clark here. Kenny's having a, a bit of a bit of a slump here these last couple of weeks. And he and everyone across that defensive line needs to pick it up. Um, there's no doubt that. Especially with Rashawn Gary uh, out. With Jerron Reed uh, has really taken a nosedive from where he started the season so strong that he's really fallen off. I like the kid. I like Wyatt. Just need to see him on the field a little bit more. Like to see his snaps increase. And yes, for all the Dean Laurier haters, even I 
the biggest Dean Lowry defender in the world, will say he has been very disappointing these last two weeks. Um, I'm not ready to say he's as terrible as everyone says he's been all year because he hasn't been. But the last few weeks, it's been it's been rough. They have got to get better play across the defensive line. Because, look, again, much like on the offense, that's your engine, right? That's what's driving you. That's what sets the line of scrimmage, hopefully, on the other side. And they are just not doing that, especially on early downs um, these last couple of weeks. That has got to can change. I ask you, can I ask you a question? You sure can. So – in uh, and I'm 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 a little bit regression, but I feel like this is important, and I want people to kind of okay. answer this in the yeah, chat yeah. as well. So, mm-hmm. you know how QB one talked about you can do one of two things, and one of those oh, things yeah. was was oh, yeah. uh, was cash it in. So my question right. to you is: So when will QB one cash it in and oh, become an damn. independent contractor? And become what, in his words, an independent contractor. And, right. you know, I put this little thing that I think you'll think is pretty good. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a year where he did cash it in. I feel like, and it's in, and I'm, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is the week. This is a week to bring it up. Mike McCarthy's last year. In order to get him fired, he basically Very cashed interesting. it in. Very interesting. Very interesting. And I understand people saying, like, okay, yeah, the team was bad, blah, blah, blah. And Mike's message has grown stale. There's no – I'm not disputing that in any way, shape, or form, right? Things had gotten very monotonous and kind of stale under McCarthy. It was very evident it was time for him to go. I'm not denying that. But you literally have Mercedes Lewis on a podcast that next offseason talking about how Aaron Rodgers was getting calls and going, fuck that, and changing the play. You know, like, yep. that's not an exaggeration. Literally yep. talking about that with Martellus Bennett on the Yahoo podcast, you know? So, yep. independent contracting? Oh, yeah. Aaron's done it. So, I just think it's Aaron's interesting. From I just think, you know? I, and I'm not trying to go back to offense. I just think it's interesting. And, you know, everybody's going to fucking slam me because they think I hate Rodgers, and I don't. Okay? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. But... I just think it's a little bit of narrative re-storytelling that's really advantageous <laughs> right now. Everybody respect Mike when the person who probably disrespected Mike the, the worst in, before Mike left was the man saying we all should respect him. It's interesting. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, speaking of Mike, his team, the Dallas Cowboys, coming into Lambeau Field on <sighs> Sunday. A little quick, little quick preview of the game. And then we'll get to the part you want to talk about. Um, I really don't like Cowboys the Cowboys. Are... I think the Cowboys are the worst team in the NFL, and there's a lot of reasons for this. And number one is Jerry Cowboys. Jones. And I wish people no, understood yeah, well, that Jerry 100%. Jones. I just wish people, I wish with Packer fans really understood what Jerry Jones is trying to do. He is trying to get rid of the Green Bay Packers. He's been trying to get rid of the yes. Green Bay Packers since he came yes. into the league. And I wish people yes. saw things from that lens because it's really sad when they don't. And the fact that he's tried to kill revenue sharing the last few contract negotiations, the CBA negotiations, that man wants to wipe the Green Bay Packers off the face of the earth. No question. No doubt about it. He, Dan Snyder, probably Bob Kraft too, but definitely Jerry Jones. Yeah, 100%. But the Cowboys are coming off their bye week, and Mike, while he was here, was pretty darn good coming off his bye week. He's been in Dallas now for a very short time, so can't really use that as a kind of data point, but in green Bay, he was pretty damn good coming out of the bye week So that is something to be wary of 
as far as new wrinkles, unscouted looks, things of that nature, you can bet Michael have some stuff ready for the Packers, um, including his bruiser of a running back, Ezekiel Elliott, who had missed time, is now going to be back in the lineup, so they'll have their complement of backs. I know everyone's on Tony Pollard train. I get it. I love the kid. He is super talented. But I think that this offense is a little bit more multiple and can get at you in a couple different ways with both those backs in the backfield, and that's a tough kind of timing break for the Packers. Um, Pollard's a great, great back. He's talented as hell. But Ezekiel Elliott is not anything to sneeze at. And God knows the Packers have not been very successful against any kind of running attack this season. Now we come with two really talented backs and a team that's not afraid to use them, unlike uh, unlike the home team. Uh, finally, when the Packers are on offense, man, Micah Parsons is an absolute game wrecker. This guy is amazing. He's got four games with multiple sacks already this year. He's got 20 QB pressures. If you don't have a plan for this guy on every single down, you are going to be done. Micah Parsons, oh, my God, please do something about this guy because he is coming to wreck shop. I hate the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little I bit more them. of that um, after, I the hate them. after the jump. I hate them. After the I jump. hate the Cowboys. Here I hate go. them. I hate Here them. we go. Let's go, Jeremy. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I hate that. That's right! It's this week in the Packer Blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Ladies and gentlemen, we have so much to get to this week. We have a uh, multiple bullet point script part for Blogosphere, but I could only start in one place. And that is with, and I didn't, I was going to clip the tweet itself, but it's like, it's, it looks so different when it's written down. But I will say, Corey Banky out here on Twitter saying, fuck Mike McCarthy. Those are some strong words, especially, like I said, when they're written down. And holy cow, did Twitter lose its collective mind. 
No, Twitter like, didn't lose Corey. its collective mind. No, 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 no. no. Let's get Corey. it. Don't I've get it twisted, Nagler. Don't get it I twisted. Here's the thing. From. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Okay. What's the thing? Here's the sure. context. Okay. The context is, and this is what I learned from many, many relatives that follow the Green Bay Packers, but one Grandpa Banky, uh, who has a season ticket holder in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now we have his tickets. So, you know, he, he knows what's going on. And here's when I know that I've touched the right nerve. There are like three or four diehards that I've known for my whole life. I'm not going to tell you who they are. And anytime I tweet something that I know is like I'm right in that sweet spot where it's like the national media and all the beat reporters and all the fucking like worker bees that work in the industry, right? The DIC <laughs> and all of, you know, the beat, right? right. And, the, yep. and the national beat. They are in a different world, right? They live in a world where you respect people and you, you know, they're not living in the entertainment world that we're living in. They report on it. They report on it from afar. They report on it from above. Well, right. Where I come from, when you exit a game, so I have placed an oath as a Green Bay Packer fan for the 2022-23 Green Bay Packer 53-man active roster and coaches this year, including Mark Murphy, unfortunately. I have made an oath as a fan. Okay. You are my team. I am here for you. Let's carry this motherfucker. Let's go. Okay, so as soon as the Detroit Lions game is over and next opponent, we're in opponent week. Only in opponent week. It's like it's like an astronaut in space, right? And you're like, hmm, I need to get to Earth. Okay, I have a window. Here's my window. So opponent week. And why Mike McCarthy's enemy only for opponent week. So I will not walk on Mike fucking McCarthy way. I will not drive down Mike McCarthy way. I will not walk down Mike McCarthy way. I will not go to an establishment on Mike McCarthy way, even though it's about two blocks that way. I'm not going to listen to a thing that anybody has to say about Mike McCarthy. I don't care if he gave us a Super Bowl ring. And you know what? In 1969, Vince Lombardi went to the Washington Redskins. Uh, they were called at the time the Washington team, I should say. And he coached them, and we never played them. But I, you can bet your sweet ass, okay? Those of you that actually come to Lambeau Field know this is true. We will boo the refs. We will boo the coach. We will boo our own players if we don't like them. We booed Brett Favre coming back. Why would we not? Why would we? Why would we? We would boo Vince Lombardi in 1969, 1,000,000%. And it goes back to guys fighting on the East-West fucking bridge, East Green Bay or West Green There are people that are 80 and 90 years old that live either on the West side of Green Bay or the East side of Green Bay that have never been to the other side. Like, put that in your fucking pipe and smoke it for two seconds. Because that's reality. That's Green Bay. That's the history of this town. We don't give a fuck about your other bullshit. We don't give a shit. It's right now in front of us. Right now, we need to win. And yes, Mike McCarthy is the fucking enemy. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, we should boo him. Yes, uh, Albert Breer and Lily Zhao and whoever the fuck else in the national media is like, I hope that fans respect Mike McCarthy. Fuck that. He is the enemy this week. Okay? You can disagree with me. I don't give a fuck. But I know that Lambeau doesn't disagree with me. And I know that there are people that I respect the hell out of who not only encouraged my tweet, but literally showed me other people tweeting against me that I had muted, which I was like, oh, I'm glad I muted that person. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> this is not some generic ass Wisconsin fucking town. This ain't Madison. This isn't Milwaukee. This isn't fucking Lacrosse, Sheboygan. It's Green Bay. 
It's the best town in the state. There's one team. The fuck out of here. <sighs> All right. I disagree with a lot of that, but I appreciate your passion. I don't give a fuck. I'm a fan. And the other thing is, aware. there are not I'm a aware. lot of fans. There are not a lot of fans represented on social media. A lot of the, a lot of the fucking, like a lot of the, the noise and the signal right. is put by yeah. people who work in the industry, right? And there is That's something, true. even if you, Nagler, as a fan, there is something for, like, if you work in the industry, yes, you want to be respectful. And, and, look, respectful antagonism, right? I'm talking about booing him when they come out in the thing when you boo the team, right? And then after yeah, that, we're done, right? right? Then give him his video thing. And, he, look, Mike right. McCarthy, not l- last week on Sunday at 1 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. And, right. Ne- and then after we beat the Cowboys at 7 o'clock mm-hmm. – I'm back to loving Mike McCarthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can compartmentalize. I know a lot of people can't, but I can. So it's okay. I th- is, that a, is that a generational thing? Because, like, yeah, I feel this all the time. Like, the inability of people to, like, separate shit. I don't know. That's a, that's a different show. But I just hate you right now. It's okay. I'm going to love you again. But I hate you right now. It's okay. I feel you. I feel you. I got to ask Mike <sighs> if he was going to have uh, any extra satisfaction if he got to beat Aaron Rodgers. And the first thing he said on the Green Bay media call was like, yeah, Aaron, I'm not surprised you're the one asking that question. So it's good. I'm glad he remembered me. That's That, that was all I really cared about. But, man, I hear you. He's the enemy this week. I mean, you like Mike McCarthy, and and you've had, you know him as a person. I defended as a Mike. Being, right? I defended Mike the, for a very long time while he was the coach of the Green Bay Packers. And <sighs> To see him be successful down in Dallas, I will admit, it does give me a little bit of like, okay, yeah, he's see, he's not a terrible coach. And everyone would always say, oh, well, he has Aaron Rodgers and completely forget the fact that um he helped make Aaron Rodgers, a thing yeah. which Aaron himself 100%. kind of alluded Has to in his now. interview with yep. Matt Schneidman on The Athletic. You know, it's like, yep. can we just like just chill and say, yep, the message got stale. It was time to move on. He was a pretty damn good coach, you know, and that's that's yeah. all you gotta that's all you gotta do. Again, that's all again, you yeah, and 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 he deserves. Here's the thing, that's crazy, right? I can also say he deserves that street, and I will go down it at seven o'clock. You know what I'm saying? He deserves after, after everything he was given yeah. by Green Bay, and I respect the I hell it. out of the man, right? Both of those things can be true, but Correct. you know, we're in a time window right now. We're in the time window. The time window is open. It's time. I feel you. Um, I tell you what, there was a window on Monday night where Devondre Campbell made some made some waves. They're appearing on, on uh, what do you call it, the Clubhouse Live program there at Gannett. They're still using one of your old production bots there to broadcast it every Monday. Um, and he was joined by by Dallin Levitt, I believe. Uh, was they're sitting there, they're doing a the thing, and probably goes. The way, you know, probably says it and then they move on and no one ever thinks of it until she's had TV's own Tyler Herrick clipped this little nugget out of uh, a conversation about Jordan Love. Oh, dear. Uh, let's, let's, take, oh dear. let's take a listen to this. I mean, I think Jordan's a, a great player. I think he's a great teammate. Um, you know, I'm not in the offensive meetings, but I can't see the way that the ball comes out of his hands. I can't see the way that he's decisive um, playing against our defense. I mean, we. I don't know about y'all, but I think we got a pretty good defense, and he does a really good job for us in practice. Gives us a real look, and um, it's pretty impressive. He's done some 
some pretty impressive things. He's a starting quarterback. Okay, yes. there we go. Yeah, no yeah. question. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks and this a lot of starting quarterbacks. Wow, there we go. That's good stuff there. How about that? Yeah. Love wow. how the, the the crowd kind of just starts rumbling to life. They're like, Brett's like, hey, hey, how about that? Hey, like, oh, how gosh, about that? Put, should I put down my put down my wings and my beer and clap for <laughs> the sentiment? Yeah, okay, sounds good. I love it. I love it. I will say though, as I, I was shocked and I shouldn't have been, but I was very uh, surprised at the vitriol from uh, that tweet that Tyler put out there with that video. Man, y'all just hate Jordan Love. Why are There's you surprised? Just, Why at this point, how can you be Jordan surprised Love? about trolls? I don't understand you. I don't. But see, that's the thing. They're not trolls. It's not trolls. They are though. It's not Russian propaganda. Are. It's just people. But they are human beings who hate Jordan Love. Yeah, they're human it, beings who have no understanding of human development or athlete development or how shit actually works. That's what's hilarious. So ultimately, they are trolls. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I guess. I just I, I was a little surprised, but I love hearing that from Devondre Campbell. Now, look, in the grand scheme of things, he's not a personnel person. You know, he's not making the decisions at twelve sixty five Lombardi as far as what to do with Jordan Love after this season. But that's pretty encouraging to hear, and that's I mean, he didn't have to say it. Who is mate? But he who said is it. making the decisions. Who is? Come on, Brian Gutekunst is making the decisions. That's literally his job. Literally no, but no, job. no, no, no. I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Okay. I know. I know you are. So when it comes to what Jordan Love and what is, to do with him, at what I it, well, so no, I, I know to what to do to him overall. I hate when my glasses fog up on the top. Um, <laughs> I guess my question is, who decides when Jordan Love plays? Is it Coach or Brian? Well, Coach, when he plays, if he's the backup, and if the question is, do you play him over Aaron Rodgers, which is never going to happen unless Aaron is put on IR after they are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs which could very well be the plan given the thumb injury. But until then, Aaron's going to play. And that's Technically, could Brian tell Matt to play Love? No. No. He, Mark Absolutely would have to, not. right, because of the way the triangle is? Well, okay. You know, supposedly, <laughs> if Brian asked these tell people Mark, on the record, Mark would, have to tell Mark would Matt never, to tell ever Matt. do that. Now, could that happen? Conceivably, yes, but... That would go against everything Murphy's ever said in regards to I'm his. Just saying, I'm just saying, it's interesting. You're just out here with your tinfoil hat trying to stir shit. It's interesting. It's interesting. You know, it's interesting. Nothing interesting about it. I think it's interesting. Um, you know, you know what is interesting is the column that Lori Nickel wrote. Uh, it was in today's, I believe, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. You can did also see the read mayor it, uh, retweeted online, that. Packersnews.com. Nice. Yeah, I did. That was great. Uh, Lori was kind enough to reach out to me for a quote, a couple quotes in this piece, but it was all about how bad the Hades were. Her lead in this just, I mean, her lead was outstanding in this column, but the whole thing is very much worth your time. Highly recommend getting to PackersNews.com and reading it. Just about how you think this is bad? You think a five-game losing streak is bad? Oh, you guys don't know bad. We were, we were so bad. bad. We were so bad that one of our biggest fans, he Soder, thinks David Whitehurst was good. That's how bad we were. That's literally how bad we were. We were so bad that fans to this day wow. are you clinging to there. David fucking Whitehurst. That's how bad we were. I mean, and record, look, at, look up David Whitehurst. He was terrible. Bad. He was fucking 
garbage. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him that, but I would call him bad. I would definitely eh, call him bad. He's garbage. No doubt about he's it. He's garbage, bro. Um, you know who's not garbage is John Kuhn, who was on the Shameless Packers podcast earlier this week. If you haven't checked it out, I really encourage you to do so, if for no other reason than his, his kind of take on Aaron Rodgers was very interesting and way more unvarnished than I expected. Um, Patreon members, you've probably already listened. If you aren't a Patreon member, did he, head on did over he talk to about the page. third rail? That's what I want to know. Uh, we, we did not talk about the third rail. Uh, Nagler! We, we that for, we, we what left kind that of for journalist are you? Oh, Nagler. Nagler. What? I don't I'm peddle so dis- in this I'm nonsense. So dis- you know I'm that. I'm so disappointed in you, Nagler. Did this you ask him what his news? take on... Did you ask him what his take on uh, queen emojis are? By chance? <laughs> no, but I did tell him. I did I did mention the Bukowski rule. I did say. I said, you, you violated the Bukowski rule. Yeah, one what did he say to that? Only on Twitter, he just laughed. It was good. That's hilarious. It was very. It was. It was cordial. Oh, okay. So um, you, you broached the third rail. You just go all the way. Yeah, I just. I didn't go all the way. Right. Um. Finally, finally, uh, Corey, I have to take an address to camera here. Oh dear. Um, Aaron, it's been a tough year so far. I understand you're struggling, coming off a three interception performance, searching for answers, and I think I found it. I understand that, you know, things probably aren't going nowhere near smooth enough on offense, at least not to your expectations or standards. And I, I, I get the frustration, and I think I found the root of it. You'll recall earlier this summer, you sat down with two gentlemen, one of whom is a lifelong Bears fan in Lambeau mm. Field for a podcast mm. entitled Pardon My Take? Oh, there you are. There you are with a lifelong Bears fan inside Lambeau Field. I think the remedy is clear. I think it's pretty obvious what you need to do. Corey lives right across the street from Lambeau Field. It's a very easy commute. Just head on over to Corey's anytime you want. Just let us know. And you can come on Packer Transplants Live with us. Two lifelong, diehard Green Bay Packers fans. And that will instantly turn your season around. You're welcome. I think that's, I mean, right? Isn't that obvious? I don't know why I didn't put it I mean, together before now. But he would he would rather talk to, um, you know, fake Green Bay Packer fan. Apparently. All right, let's, let's get to some. We got, we got a lot of Super Chats to get to. Oh, yeah? We should... Uh, we should uh, get some super chats up in here. Uh, okay, I got uh, one from Dustin Shewitt. I'm watching from O'Hare, traveling for work, and the number of Bears fans celebrating having the same record we are mourning is c- incredible. Go Pack Go. A lot of ball game left. Thanks, Dustin, for the super chat. Edmundo context, Mato, sorry for being late to the show. Should we start Jordan late in the season if we don't make the playoffs? Go Pack Go. Good question. Good question. To be determined, like I said earlier, I would not be surprised if they put Aaron on ice after they're mathematically eliminated and let love play. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, Edmundo, yeah. Bears still suck. Thanks for Super Chat. Ryan Correct. Willie, Rogers believes that because he's the defending two times MVP that he knows everything about football. I'm so sick of the hero ball attitude, Aaron. I think that <laughs> Rogers would walk away because he's all cap selfish. Wow. Bold words. Definitely there, a way to get Bold him on the words. show, Ryan. So appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. 
I mean, I've already I've already sabotaged any attempt. I was going to say, I think show. you've already we've we've already broke. You know, we've crossed that bridge and burned it, so it's all good. I mean, he's he's had people ask him weird questions, like that one guy that's another barstool guy, the guy that asks him the weirder yeah. questions. So I would I would basically yep. promise I would ask weird questions. I mean, I'm, I'm down. Johnny Rivers. I get people are sick of 12, but starting love would be the sword of Damocles for his confidence and utterly unfair. He'd be a lamb to the slaughter. Wow, Johnny, that's that's some language there. Look um, at you really? with the literary references. That's impressive. The sword of Damocles I'm not sure I agree, but, confidence. but I Johnny, that's I think uh, he's ready impressive. to go. Well done. I mean, I don't think he's going to be a, yeah, like, so better I. than Rodgers. He, he, he needs to play. He needs to play. He needs to play. Justin, thanks for the super chat. Shouldn't twelve take a significant pay cut in the offseason for this team to compete? I'm I'm about to laugh, Justin. Seems like it's all, the only way this team will be competitive if Rodgers wants to stick around for another year or two. Wow. Good luck with that. I think Here, wait, wait, that, wait, wait, wait. Let me just say I think this. it's more likely I think it's more likely that Aaron Rodgers comes on this show than takes a pay cut. <laughs> and I think it's very unlikely he comes on this show. I will say I will say this. Like the man played on below market deals for years. There was a stretch where Mark Sanchez was making more than he than he was. Ugh. That was like in his prime. Yeah, no, he's not taking a dime less. No not way. Edmundo Matos, thanks to the super chat. Run the effing ball. Yeah, be nice. We're not going. There to you go. That's what I'm talking Sandra about. Delgado, what's up, Cass? Sometimes you have to wait for swelling to go down in order to get proper imaging, hence why we may not know about injuries until later on in the week. There you go. Look at that. That's what happens when you have an expert trainer as one of your Patreon members. Thanks, Cass. Yeah, well, Cass, I need to know now, okay? So I don't don't get don't come at me with your science. New York Cheesehead, <laughs> thanks for the super chat. RPO, rather pass, okay? That's that's basically what it is. Rather pass, okay? Kevin McConville, thanks for super chat. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Just kidding. This feels like Hiroshima after Stalingrad. Wow. Oh God, I, damn. I don't I don't know that it feels like that. It just feels like it doesn't. It doesn't. It feels it feels like shit is what it feels like. It doesn't. Like, here's no the thing. It doesn't feel like the seventies or the eighties. It doesn't. Yeah. No. It's just it just feels terrible. Okay. It doesn't feel like that from week to week. Like from game to game, the in between time. But like during the games, watching this offense. No, because there's a difference like you're missing. No, no, no. The, the, there's a, a difference you're missing. Bit. And I, know I just said forgotten. a little bit. I know a you. Okay. Bit. Okay. I know you've forgotten, but here's the thing, okay? Technically, technically, you have forgotten. You've forgotten the face of your father on this, okay? So, (laughs) back in the 70s or 80s, we had zero chance of making the playoffs. Zero. That's correct. Like, literally, if we even scratched the tip of, oh my God, we could potentially make a wild card in if we if we win and five other people lose, that was the seventies and eighties, right? Nowadays, like, yeah, and, I get it. And now we're not like that, right? We haven't reached that. It's going to take a lot of losing seasons for us to reach that. So, so there is a little bit of saving grace there. Is all I'm saying, right? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But that's what uh, I mean. Like in the moment, watching yeah. the offense operate is all I'm talking about. Not, I don't care I about you. you know historical reference while I'm watching a team. You know, like the game itself. But you're right, a hundred percent in in the sense of like we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of the '80s. 
No. Josh Dunbar, thanks for Super Chat. Going to the Dallas game from Virginia. I feel that if our London game was actually at home, the momentum of the season would be totally different. Go, Petco. I actually disagree with this, okay? And I was at London, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. The London game, besides the fact that they had, like, commentators that were, like, Giants fans, pre- predominantly <laughs> that game felt like a game that was made for the Packers. It felt like yep. a home game Agreed. away more than any other game I've ever been to in my life. And every single person in that stadium, including Giants fans in that first half, thought we were winning that fucking thing. So we we yep. did it to ourselves, and I hear you. I don't know that. I think we would have done that to ourselves at Lambeau. I really do, because I don't, you know, we the, the, the freaking Go Pack Go chant, they were doing five bangers. They don't even do they don't even do three bangers anymore at Lambeau. Shit, they, they sometimes don't even go Go Pack Go anymore at Lambeau. They don't even do any. They do zero bangers on occasion. They did five in London. Like, literally, they were like, don't, don't, da 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 Go, Pat, go. And they did that five times. They've ne- I've never been at Lambeau and that ha- that's happened. Where it's done five times. Well, four times, actually. Three times is the most. Three times is all that Craig will allow, apparently. <laughs> um, Johnny Rivers, thanks for Super Chat. Banky, you sound like the girl who says she is over her ex but never stops flaming her ex. Hate Rogers. It's okay. I just want you to be happy again. I don't hate Rogers. Johnny, learn I what hate- words mean. I hate Learn what, words what he has done to our offense. I hate that he Learn cannot see mean. the offense that we have versus the offense that he wants. Literally, this season can be summed up in two parts. Aaron Rodgers wants us to be one thing, but we are another thing. Correct. Correct. I, uh, Edmundo Matos. Hey, thanks for all the super chats, Edmundo. I really appreciate that. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. Negs, where can I buy that Cheesehead TV hat you have on? Go Pekka. Look at him talking about merch. You can the- get it right below this uh, window right here. There should be a little yeah, teaspoon Yeah, if you're on YouTube, action. go down below the the video pay uh, the video box, and there's a what they call a shelf. And it's basically just a link to our store. You can find the store right there. Or go to CheeseheadTV.com. Top of the page, you'll see a link to sh- that says shop. Just go there. Keep scrolling down. It's a ways down. But, yeah, you can get the hat there. Thanks, buddy. Luke Carnes. Corey, I have to ask, who's your favorite all-time Packers running back? Mine's AG30. I'm on green. Carry the G. Um, You know, I I think it's more I'm, I'm in love with one play. I'm in love with it so much that I've devoted an entire bedroom to it. And that is the power <laughs> sweep. It is the it's most true. beautiful football play ever existed. So, you know, I'm a Taylor guy probably. Um, you know, Taylor, um, just Taylor, the way that they whose record that Amon Green overtook. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's just, it's but an as incredible Taylor, play. But as Taylor it's would tell ballet. you, they only played 14 games when Taylor was doing it and Amon got 16 games a year. He'll always remind, he'll always remind you. True. I do love me some Amon Green. You can't go wrong um, with, you can't go wrong with either one. That's the thing. Love Amon. No, and there's there's so many more. I mean, you know, there there's so many more that are really good. But uh, yeah, I just love the, the, the Packers sweep. The Packers sweep. No, don't, Ryan Grant's not even in the top ten, bro. Come on, let's be real. He's a friend bro, of the show, dude. Did you just say dude. Ryan Grant, bro? Did you? He's just a say friend Ryan of the Grant? show. Yes. You call yourself a Packers analyst, and you just said Ryan Grant out loud. It's about you don't favorite. have to say what everything that have to do in your with head. Analyzing Nagler. anything, Nagler. Just what because it's in your head doesn't mean you have to anything. say it. Favorite. Again, you're like Johnny Rivers. You need to learn what words mean. 
I can't. Um, where's the next super chat? Uh, Flambo one two three. Can you explain why Jerry Jones once has been trying to get rid of the Packers? It's my first time hearing about it. Um, if you Google, <sighs> if you Google, <laughs> if you Google, if you Google, basically anything about Jerry Jones, you'll figure it out. But if you Google, uh, I'm trying to think what what would work because uh, I did a whole post. I mean, the about first thing is he wants to get rid of the, the salary Cowboys, cap, right? He wants to get rid of revenue sharing, and he wants the the little teams, quote unquote, to fend for themselves. Basically, the Packers wouldn't even be like the Brewers in major Major League Baseball because they're in Green Bay. No, they'd be revenue worse. sharing is the only thing that keeps the Packers in the league. Like yeah. if they got rid of revenue sharing and the salary cap went bye bye, the Packers would die. Hundred percent. Well, that's here's exactly what's crazy: what Jerry Jones and- wants. I've I've watched Cliff Crystal now twice, once at Lambeau Field and once at uh, Brown County Library. The man has fucking done more work on this matter than anything else, and he attests to the fact. And here, this goes back to my Mike McCarthy is the enemy and why Green Bay fans feel the way they do about booing people because this team still in the 50s, the 50s, the team's been around since 1919. And Cliff Crystal himself has said that it wasn't until Vince Lombardi showed up, basically. So they'd still won seven championships, right? And still, it wasn't until Vince Lombardi showed up that actually the Packers could exist. Like, they were still on shaky ground in the 50s. They've been around for 40 years. It's incredible. Words. I was born in the 70s. Uh, Overshadow Sean. (laughs) After trade deadline fund. (laughs) Thanks, Overshadow. (laughs) Matt, thanks for the super chat. The same ones hating on love are the same ones, for lack of better words, hating on 12 in the summer of 2008. Again, a time when Green Bay fans booed Aaron Rodgers. I remember it well. I was there the family night when he literally got booed. I was in the house. I, I'm a, you know, the thing about booing is this thing about booing. Like, I think it's like some people's opinions on booing. In my opinion, booing is respectful antagonism. Booing is like, booing is like that energy level where you're just trying to raise the decibel, but you're not trying to be a douchebag. Do you know what I mean? I feel you. Respectful antagonism. That that that's like. The next Talking Heads album when they make a comeback. I like it. It depends on oh, how yeah. you say the boo, too, right? Like, if you're like, boo! Like, you're like, that's a witch's boo, right? It's like, oh, I hate you, right? I was just going to say, what was but that? Like, but, like, if you're like, <laughs> boo! You know, and, like, it, like when you say it to a ref, like, yes, you hate them, okay? Like, let's be real. But, like, sometimes right. when you boo players and stuff, you're just like, yeah, you're in our home, and I'm booing you. I'm respectfully antagonizing you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyway, I feel you. Uh, I digress. Uh, where were we? Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, overshadow Sean. Thanks for super chat. Upset we may never get a chance to see this team with Jordan at QB fund. It's a very real possibility. <sighs> Eric Slaby, thanks for super chat. Who is worse, Rich Campbell, Whitehurst, or Randy White? Rich oh, Campbell. Really, bro? Really? I mean, yeah. look, okay. the youth might not know. The youth might um, not know. That's okay. It's Rich Campbell, though. Okay. It's easily Rich Campbell. 
No doubt. Yeah. Overshadow Sean. Thanks for Super Chat. I'm blaming the season on the lack of pack bees. I'm kidding, or am I? And pappies. Thanks, Overshadow. Appreciate ya. <laughs> Chad Stall 93. Thanks, Corey, where are you going to be at pregame for Thursday Night Football? Coming from Florida. And yes, still excited to visit this year again. Go Petco as always. So here's the thing, Chad. I am flying in from Los Angeles, so I'm going to be at the game uh, this Sunday. Uh, you can see me at the Resch Center. I will have Carry the G at the Resch Center three hours before kickoff. On Thursday, I'm going to try to be there as soon as I land, so I'll be there one to two hours before kickoff at Resch Center. So if you want to find me, I will be at the Resch Complex at the um, Plaza Bart Star Tailgate Plaza Pit Stop. Uh, anybody coming to a home game, come. Uh, you know, yell at me because I said Mike McCarthy is the enemy or just say hi. Normally people <laughs> just say hi and, and do that. They don't usually yell at me. But, you know, if you want to try to yell at me, it's cool. Johnny Rivers, thanks to Super Chat. How can people hate Jordan Love, guy who hates Aaron Rodgers, sitting next to guy who hates Aaron Rodgers? I just want to get back to us all again. hearing the real enemy, Brandon Bostick, go Petco. Learn what words mean. Yet again. Hey, uh, I, have, I have nothing to say to that, except for thanks to Super Chat. Whoa, Super Chat from Reed Bonner. Bron Reed, thanks for Super Chat. Appreciate it. Nothing to say, though. Chad Stahl, need to carry the G in my life right now, LOL. Chad, looks like you're going to have to get one on Thursday. We've got a list of places. So when you get into Green Bay, uh, we just restocked today. So we restocked all 24 locations. Madison, Milwaukee, Let's go. Green Bay. Get yourself some carry the G. This weekend, if you're coming to Green Bay, please tweet it. Try it. Tell us how you feel about it. Uh, and then Thursday, you'll be able to get some, sounds like. Johnny Rivers coming back. Uh, you already told me that. Uh, la, 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 la. Sorry, I'm, I'm lost now. Hi, uh, Steve. Late to transplants today. So sorry if you discuss, but what do you think about Silverstein's article today? Uh, I thought it was well considered. I thought I, I hated the body language stuff. Um, I know... He and Bob always went in on that, so that's their thing, and it's fine. I like what he's into. Like fine, but I appreciated that someone wrote it, and that someone actually looked at the fact that they're not running anything close to the offense they were running two years ago. And why is that? And what's the crux of the issue here? And I loved Aaron Rodgers' quote at his locker today that Schneidman tweeted out: "Like, if anything, we're you know running more by the book stuff." from Matt's offense than ever in his four years here. You know, basically saying this is Matt's offense. What do you mean? Also intimating, that's why it sucks. Uh, yeah, I thought Tom's article was, was or column, sorry, was well considered. Like I said, I when you start doing the body language stuff and it's like, he's playing football, man. I can never, ever, like, even start to approach to give a shit if a guy gets upset or is frustrated or whatever, especially in a season like this, when they're playing like shit, like, man, dudes get upset. It's fine. And then later on, like you saw in the fourth quarter, he gets down on his knee uh, in front of the young wide receiver, starts talking stuff up, you know, that's the heat of the battle stuff. I don't ever care yeah. about that shit, but, but the offense and like the, what they're trying to do and what they aren't doing. I thought that was pretty illuminating. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I do think that, there's something that, you know, and again, people are going to say I'm just piling on, whatever. But the lack of <laughs> accountability from QB1 this season is is pretty staggering, to be honest with you. And I think that it's been said well, the in the one national thing... media, but there's a true lack of accountability when yeah. it comes to putting the team on his shoulders. And you can tell that he doesn't want to take responsibility for this offense. He just doesn't. 
Well, what was fascinating to me was the one moment in that McAfee interview yesterday that I was kind of like scratching my head other than the trade deadline part, which is just fucking bizarre, um, was when, you know, when when Pat asked him about, or maybe it might have been in response to Ty and his question. I can't remember which one exactly, but it, the essential ask was, you know, how do you go forward? How do you stay positive? Like, what do you do to pull out of this? And he's like, well... I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to do that. And I'm going to be in the huddle ready for greatness. And if these other guys want to join me, this is after a game where you literally threw the game away. You Bro, did. No one else the did. Worst, you did. He was the worst quarterback in the NFL last weekend. He was number 32. I he mean, threw three interceptions, two in the end zone. He was fucking trash, okay? And that is as objective as it gets. He was trash. I love fucking Green Bay Packers, and he was fucking trash. And it's really sad that his comments on there. And that's what I exactly what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. That's what that that was the one place where he could have at least said you know, I, I'm going to turn it around and I, you know, I hope, you know, nobody loses belief in me, not the team or what they're doing or like, but in me, cause yeah, he is great. He's an all time great, but the lack of self-awareness coming out of that game, that's, that's, that's a little bit bewildering. Carl Van Beckham, thanks for Super Chat. Hey, it was refreshing watching the Chiefs game on Monday Night Football. Their offense was nearly running between plays and they snapped the ball right away. Really wish we wouldn't let the clock time clock run down. <sighs> yeah, that's never going to happen. Never, no, Nothing's super ever going to change there. We know that. Johnny Rivers, thanks, Super Chat. I was just giving you guys some guff. I love you. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Thank love you, you Johnny. Bonner. How sad will it be when we have a top draft pick and have to cube, go QB again with Rodgers and Love on the roster? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, Love uh, won't be on the roster, but that's hilarious. Robert Stevens, this season feels like a conspiracy to keep the Bears' all-time most win record, and it's absolute torture. <laughs> That's you got so one good. thing right. It's absolute, absolute torture. Carl Van, Carl Van Beckham, you guys keep giving Jim Del Gazo short shrift. Oh, Lord. No one's asked about him. You, know, you just did. You know there You know go. this freaking Patreon happy hour is going to become all about, like, the the, <laughs> the best, worst Garbage quarterbacks from the past. Time. Uh, Matt, thanks for the super chat. A murmur in the crowd. I don't understand what that's referencing, but I don't, do you understand I don't that? Stanley Williams, thanks for super chat. Thoughts on the new safety Abrams? Abram, I believe, is the name. I, uh, Stanley. Um, oh, that's what he said. As Sorry. I said at the top, I know, I saw, I saw it. Um, I said it a little bit about the top of the show. I really think you know. Clearly, the Basaccia connection is there. He has played a little special teams. They undoubtedly will utilize him there early. I doubt they have any kind of expansive package for him this Sunday. A depth piece, somebody you can try and, you know, get out there and see what he's got. But, man, he's not – he's been pretty poor for the Raiders as a reason they cut him, you know, the reason they couldn't trade him. You know, I, I've seen people already like, oh, you know, put him in for Savage. It's like, careful what you wish for. There's a reason they cut him after that game against the Jaguars. Like, they were bad on defense, and he was part of it. So, yeah, I, I think more than anything, it's a look-see, depth piece. Use him on special teams. It's a cheap contract. He's got, what, well, you got the second half of the year. He's on his rookie deal. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So, you've, it's basically an eight-game rental to see what you got. Uh, Dear Raj, I had to put this out here. Uh, Corey... 
trying to get to Resh without stepping on Mike McCarthy. Wait, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you. So all I have to do is I just walk down here to Oneida, <laughs> and then I'm gonna take a left. I don't. I'm not gonna get to Mike McCarthy. I'm gonna get halfway there. I'm gonna look at Mike McCarthy way, but I'm actually not gonna step on it. Uh, but thank you. Thanks for trying. Chad Stahl, thanks for Super Chat. Negs, I wanted to meet you too at the Thursday game, but I asked a while back and you said you weren't coming, so don't feel bad. I only asked Corey. Go, Pat, go. He doesn't feel bad. He's just <laughs> jealous. It's okay. I'm very He jealous. doesn't feel bad. Very, he very just jealous. feels intense jealousy. I appreciate that. So, I you know, appreciate that, that, though. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you, Chad. Yes, That's all we got, Nagler. I need the Packers to get a win. That's all I'm going to say right now. I just need You darn need right. Badly. I need a win. You darn right. Let's give a quick shout-out to our Patreon members. As I was saying, the Patreon happy hour is awesome each and every week. Patreon members are really the lifeblood of everything we're doing here at Cheesehead TV. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Really, Mundo really Matos you, with the last-minute super chat. We will beat oh. the Cowboys. Go, Pat, go. I like that. I like that. There you I like go. That. I like that, Edmundo. There you go. Also want to give a shout-out to our Carry the G Club members here on YouTube. If you've seen people with their, their names lit up and special emojis and things of that nature – they are Carry the G Club members supporting what we do here at Cheesehead TV. And they also join us every week during the happy hour, usually on Tuesday nights. If you want to join, all you got to do here on YouTube is on the desktop version of YouTube. You'll see a button that says join. You can hit that and join the fun. It's a lot of fun and it supports everything we do here with Cheesehead TV, not only on YouTube, but the website, the entire brand. We really appreciate it. Corey, you got anything else for these fine folks, Packers fans worldwide? Cowboys suck. Mike McCarthy's the enemy. Let's get a win. There you go. That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation. And we're, we're I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time. And... Uh, <laughs> And just, it's going to be fluid, though. That's all I can tell you.